there was a weird story that had gone viral earlier this week that left me a little confused because of the reaction, especially from traditional Catholics. A bishop announces that he is implementing traditionis custodis, pretty much to the letter. Not in the most draconian way, but in a way that is a strict reading of Francis's decree restricting the mass of the saints. Faithful are basically being forced, due to his announcement, to travel long distances to this new location for mass. Because of this, he's being celebrated. You might be wondering why a bishop who is enforcing traditionis custodis in his diocese instead of invoking Canon 87 or just ignoring traditionis custodis altogether is getting celebrated and celebrated by traditional Catholics, no less. He's getting celebrated unlike every other American bishop who has done pretty much the same thing because the bishop in question is Bishop Robert Barron, the governing bishop of the Diocese of Winona, Minnesota, and a bishop I've often called the Archbishop of the Archdiocese of the Internet in the past because of his strident takes against traditional Catholics. Bishop Barron is best known in the traditional sphere for his statements about daring to hope all men are saved, followed by somewhat backpedaling on those heretical statements when pushed publicly, as well as saying some pretty nasty things about traditional Catholics on numerous occasions. But now he's being treated as a hero for doing the same thing all the other moderately conservative American bishops have done to their Latin mass communities in response to traditionis custodis, with the main difference being that, uh, by reports, the parish he's sending people to is beautiful and fitting for a mass like that to be said in it. And that's a good thing that they had that option. Anyway, the story broke a few days ago because Father John Zuldorf, rather known as Father Z, wrote a story on his blog that he later corrected. And it was correction of the story that got national attention. Here's the part of the piece by Father Z that got everyone's attention. It came from an anonymous priest in Bar Baron's diocese directly to Father Z. And I do take the priest's words here as genuine and honest, though whether he is right is, I guess, something we'll find out in the end when this all when masses are finally said at that location. But whether the priest is actually right in the end, we'll find out once masses are said at that new location. From Father Z's report, quote, As someone who is aware of Bishop Barron's decision, the mass was not canceled. It was moved from a parish where it was being celebrated on a table to a college chapel where there is a high altar and altar railing. This is the chapel where high masses in the diocese are usually celebrated. And the request to move the Mass came at the request of the priest responsible, Father Patrick Ahrens, for the community as a way of ensuring their stability and also closeness to the young people at the college who support the Mass. Barron also granted the SSPX permission to celebrate Mass and sacraments in the same chapel and assigned the priest responsible for the traditional community with the task of ensuring good relations with the SSPX. Attached is a photo of the most recent mass in the college chapel, end quote. So this is a college chapel this is happening at. It's not a parish, which is in keeping with traditionus custodis. And here's the image, by the way, of that chapel. It's a beautiful and fitting chapel, to be sure, a place that, it, that you would like every parish to look like. But here's the thing about this. No one can confirm the part of the SSPX in the story. I'm not saying the priest is necessarily wrong. I mean, he might be, but it's just a weird part of the story that has been left out. Here's LifeSite News reporting on the story because, as you'll see, they asked Bishop Barron about this and got a non-answer in reply. So headline from LifeSite. Minnesota Diocese confirms Bishop Barron is relocating Latin Mass. Won't say where. Every effort is being made to find sacred spaces for this purpose, which 
suitably reflect the beauty and dignity of the liturgy. Now, not confirming the new location of the diocese's main Traditionis Custodis compliant traditional liturgy may simply be a move in keeping with the follow-up document to Traditionis Custodis's requirements to not publicize the location of the Latin Mass or Mass times, since, as you recall, the chapels and other permitted locations for the TLM are not permitted by some bizarre decree from Rome to put on their public schedules when the TLM is being offered. That's just a fact. It's a weird statement that came out of that dubia response, but it's there, and you're not permitted to advertise when your Latin Mass is in mixed parishes. And that could be what's going on here. Or the priest and father Z's story just heard it wrong. I don't know. I suspect Baron is playing a delicate game here, and not because of Rome, but because of Catholic media attention. I'll get to that in a moment. It'll, it'll make your head spin a little bit, but here's what the diocese had to say. Here is their official statement, which was the basis for LifeSite News' longer story. Quote, This morning, a blogger, who's a priest, unrelated to the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, posted an inaccurate comment about the future of the Usus Antiquor, i.e. the traditional Latin Mass, in the diocese. Bishop Robert Barron and his pastoral concern for all the faithful of his diocese, including those with a special attachment to the traditional Latin Mass, has no intention of eliminating the celebration of the Mass in this form in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Rather, in seeking to follow the Church's laws more faithfully, the Diocese is currently in the process of discerning appropriate, quote, locations where the faithful adherents of these groups may gather for the Eucharistic celebration, which, as per the Vatican document, Traditionis Custodis, are to be places other than parish churches. Every effort is being made to find sacred spaces for this purpose, which suitably reflect the beauty and dignity of the liturgy. End quote. Notice no mention of the SSPX there. They were asked about it. Now, you might be asking why that's important. It's pretty simple. Other American bishops have cordial relations with the SSPX, have shown up at their parishes, introduced themselves to their parishioners as their bishop, never signaled anything negative about the SSPX or the faithful who go to Mass with them, nor have they repeated stupid claims that were about them being in schism, when in fact the SSPX are not in schism and have never been declared by a church authority to be in schism. And when the bishops do these things, they tend to get publicized. But nothing like that with the story, not even a mention by the diocese when issuing a press statement about it. And now we may know why. Father Z reached out to his anonymous priest source in the Diocese of Winona, and it appears that Bishop Barron is trying to quietly have a positive relationship with the SSPX in his diocese. From Father Z's more recent article on this that I haven't seen anybody comment on yet, quote, I decided to reach out to a couple of priests of the SSPX who are in a position to know what's up. Here's what I've learned. I'll rewrite this for the sake of their anonymity. A priest of the SSPX had a wedding coming up, and they normally don't like to do weddings at their former seminary. Now, novitiate, as an aside, where they are in Winona is a former uh, seminary of theirs. That is where they offer their masses. Anyway, they asked the diocese for a delegation and a church. They got the church, but not the delegation. Bishop Barron wanted his priest to do the marriage and the SSPX priest to celebrate the nuptial mass in that diocesan church the chapel. It was a one-time event for that church on that day. One can assume that it, it will could be repeated for future weddings. 
I note that the SSPX normally gets delegation for marriage in over 40 U.S. dioceses. This is encouraging, though less than one might hope for. Bishop Barron should simply give delegation to SSPX priests for witnessing marriages. Still, it is a good step. I recall in this moment how the late great Bishop Morlino allowed a newly ordained SSPX priest to celebrate Holy Mass in his home parish. The Tridentine Mass Society of Madison lent the vestments for the solemn Mass. Subsequently, Bishop Morlino was invited to Winona to novitiate where I believe the regional priors were there. It was a very cordial and fruitful gathering. Bishop Morlino was effusive in his description of their kindness and hospitality and the priestly fraternity he experienced. I also can attest to precisely the same, which I have experienced over the years with their priests. Later, when Bishop Morlino died, one of the priests of the SSPX sent photos of their requiem celebrated for him at their novitiate in Winona. In the words of John the Twenty-Third, quoted in Ad Piteri Cathedrum, quote, In necessary things, unity. In doubtful things, liberty. In all things, charity. Bishop Barron is in an optimal place to give a good example of building positive relations with the SSPX. And lengthy quote. I'll have a link to Father Z's full report in my show notes today at returntotradition.org. Go check it out. But all that is what makes a radio silence on the SSPX from the Diocese of Winona a little puzzling if you don't understand the media context here. A simple sentence from the Chancery Office in that press statement confirming that a society priest had been given permission to offer the TLM would have been sufficient, especially given their past positive relations. A simple explanation is that Bishop Barron may be trying to avoid all the media attention he'd get for this. After all, he wouldn't only get a video from someone like me, who is honestly pretty suspicious of most of what Bishop Barron does due to his dodgy theology and ambiguous statements regarding the crisis of modernism in the church. And it's not covered by good, decent, traditional voices like Kennedy Hall, who has a very good video or series of videos now at this point on the SSPX schism question, and who's writing a book on the subject. He used the story about Bishop Barron to further debunk the stupid stories we're hearing about the SSPX being in schism from sources who should know better, but evidently don't, and instead repeat things and talking points that have been debunked for decades. It's something more serious than that. There is a very real likelihood that if Bishop Barron were to release a statement saying even that neutral affirmation that I mentioned earlier, that yes, an SSPX priest is being permitted to offer mass at that location, a firestorm from approved allegedly conservative media outlets would ensue. I'm not going to name the outlets here since those outlets tend to go off the deep end when someone says anything remotely negative about them, but they are out there and they take every opportunity to make their own magisterial declarations about the SSPX and other traditional groups. It's not just them, and then slam anyone who disagrees, including bishops. It's most curious, and I suspect that might be at the heart of why Barron is keeping quiet about it. It's a much more peaceful thing for him to do to just let a few talking heads on YouTube talk about it, speculate on it, and not really feed into it himself. It's worth noting here, though, that even Francis has a history of positive relations with the SSPX, going back to his time as the Archbishop of Buenos Aires, and Barron is probably just following his lead on this. But all that having been said, I'm curious what you think about this story. You think Barron is just paying it close to the chest to avoid bringing media and maybe Vatican attention to himself? Are the reports of SSPX priests being given permission to offer mass at that location just rumors and probably not true, which is why the diocese didn't mention it? Or is it something else? I'm curious what you think about it. I'm also curious why do you think Barron is being celebrated 
by traditional Catholics for doing pretty much the same thing other bishops have done and been given negative attention for? Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.